0: Hey, everybody, I'm Chris. I'm Steven. We like board games and beer. We decide to pair them. We think you should too. Welcome to Table Hops. It's great, actually. start. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> oh, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. Snipping and swapping. Snipping and swapping. Squat swapping. Here we are in the middle of the holiday season. Yeah, man. It's, uh, wow. We're it's, here. It's intense. It's it's there's it a lot December. going on. It is December. Yeah, it feels like. And it. guess what? It's gonna be seventy degrees tomorrow. Oh, balls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't and then like it's it. going to be forty degrees on Wednesday. And and we wonder why you have so many sick kids. Yeah. I've had so many sick kids. My last class had twelve kids. That's well, I it. think it's also because kids like to stick things in their mouth that aren't supposed to go there. Very true. And then they like to sneeze in everyone's open mouth. Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> um, anyway, Dude, yeah, it's been uh, it's been crazy. Have you seen all this crazy gingerbread stout hate? I haven't
1: happening? seen the hate.
0: No, well, tell uh, me about the hate. Yeah, so like gingerbread stout is it's good this year, right? Yeah. As, as we talked about, sure. But I guess it's that it's that weird season where, like in Virginia, like that is the beer to get. I see, right? And so everyone's talking about it yes well now everyone hates that everyone's it's like the hipster thing it's oh, like everyone it's, i hate that everyone's it's just talking about popular yeah exactly it's you know i was thinking about that recently because i went to a tasting and i think i like the uh evil santa a little bit better yeah yeah i do i think it's more my style the evil santa it's yeah not quite as sweet but it could also just be i'm a little i've had a lot of gingerbread stuff <laughs> right you know right so maybe i'm I, just excited to try something different i think the base um i definitely i could see evil santa like being like it's it's definitely in competition but i think the variants are where like gbs shots. oh sure right sure so which ones have i had this year i have had the the regular one the bourbon barrel aged one the christmas pancakes and that's it i haven't had christmas morning yet that's my that's my favorite have you had um kentucky yet Mm -mm. no i haven't had that one either i've never had the apple brandy one i've always wanted to try that one it's The apple brandy to me is just like, it's, it's just boozy. It's not like. I can see that. Like the bourbon barrel one's a little boozy, but it's like, like, you know what you're getting into. Sure. Right. And the apple brandy is just like it. It's, it's like, I'm, I'm drinking brandy and it's like, not. Not what you want. Yeah. I can see that. I just want to try it because the label's green. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you like green labels? I don't know. I think it's because I haven't had that one. And there's this, it's like, I had the red one, and the white one, but I want the green one. What's gotta white collect about, all the colors what's white about christmas the snow oh right <laughs> have you had any interesting brews the past week or so um i had this really disgusting beer you tell me more <laughs> uh we went to packs unplugged yeah this past weekend um super cool and there was this bar probably like half a block from our hotel okay um called city tap a bunch of really good reviews it looked like it was like a national chain type thing okay kind of like tap house or not tap house uh capital ale house or yeah yeah capital ale house is probably similar they had something like 48 taps or something right so i was like oh like let's go there check it out and see what see what's happening it was like the weakest tap list i've ever seen they had they had like one local beer which was victory huh okay which isn't even like really that local yeah right right so i was like ah let me, let me peruse, right? Yeah. And so we ordered some food and the waitress was like, you should have this. It's my favorite beer here. And I said, oh, really? Mm-hmm. I'll trust you. Oh. <laughs> so I got it. I, it's called the per- Copernicus Cream Ale from Barrier Brewing Company. Okay. They're at, outside of New York. It was not good. <laughs> I <laughs> When I tell you uh-huh. that it tasted like... The warmest bud light I'd ever oh, had. Oh, no. But it was cold, if that makes <laughs> sense. Like, <laughs> it tastes like warm bud light tastes like cold. <laughs> but cold. Oh, no. It was it was god awful. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Yuck. I had never, like, you know, I finished it because I'm not an animal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I was. He hated every minute of it. it. Was, yeah, it was gross, dude. Mm. It was super gross. The food at City Tap was good. Oh, that's good. Just not the beer. Well, I had a couple of uh, of new ones for me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I had the the banana bread um, stout by the brewery. Yes. Yeah. 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 I I guess I was expecting like the Wells banana bread, right? And it's not bad at all. Yeah. It doesn't. I don't know if if someone didn't if it didn't say banana bread on it, I probably wouldn't guess that right off the bat. It's kind of like a <coughs> spicy ish kind of pastry type stout. Yeah. It w- It tasted more like. Um, like, a like a butter cake. Yeah. Almost. Something like that. Yeah. I guess pastry sats are a big thing right now, but I'm just, I don't know. Well, I think people like, for, there's this really like weird thing happening where people love pastries. And so they're like, oh, let's, uh, throw them in a beer, throw them in a beer. It's like the dessert IPAs. Dude. Yeah. I don't get that. I don't know. So there's some people that love like, um, like the, the milkshakey kind of stuff or well, like snacks. Right? Yeah. Snacks is okay. Snacks but there's is, so many better ones. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, But one that I really, really liked, surprisingly, it's it's nothing like super f- fancy, but it's just, I like these kind of beers. It was a winter warmer. It's uh, the fun, old-fashioned family Christmas ale, and that is by Aleworks Brewing Company. That oh, yeah? That was very good this year. Yeah. Big fan of those. I don't think I've ever had that. I'm trying to think of what it's akin to. Not the accumulation, but there's another Sierra Nevada one that's precipitation or something like that nope don't remember are we talking about the stages of water well that's <laughs> <laughs> well there's a cycle <laughs> anyway it's a it's just a winter ale it's really good interesting check it out if you can find it uh and i also had the uh, triple crossings uh, port icarus their whole line of ipas mm-hmm. they're all just really intense you know imperial ipas this one was good the Don chorus is still my favorite um, but yeah, it was quite tasty. So I was in Philly all weekend and I didn't have anything that was like mind blowing. Sure. The most mind blowing thing I had besides that really God awful beer. Um, <laughs> mind blowing in a bad way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we didn't talk about Thanksgiving beers. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. had all of the beers for Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you need to keep going. <laughs> and this is where it gets good. All right. Um, so I had the salted caramel brown from trapezium. Mm. Um, it tasted like a salted caramel brownie yeah it was whoo um i also had the brain squeeze from drecker okay yeah the that's straw- a whole series right yeah so this was the strawberry orange banana one probably my favorite out of the bunch now, i can't remember these are all sour beers are they they're all sours you yeah. have lactose in them too or is it no just the- no it's just sour okay yep imaginee smoothie it's one of their flavors i got it right mm-hmm. it kind of tastes like an orange julius and it was it was it was great um, it takes you back to the mall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God, what was the last one? Oh, Hell's Golden Lager. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, sure. Nothing wrong with that. Standard run of the mill. Um, but that was like my. That sounds no. like a good Thanksgiving beer to have. Yeah. It was my cruising. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. I just had a 120 minute, and that's all I needed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was very well, excited. My in laws asked me, what's your favorite beer? I'm like, well, I guess I got to go 120. Right. And they got me like three. He's like, have another one. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm going to have this one. <laughs> it's Wait, been an hour. There are multiples? Yes. Wow. Yeah, I know. Look at that. I guess I want to keep me around. <laughs> I was telling you about that Costco mix pack. Sure. Confirmed. There okay. are four 120s in there. Nice. Yeah. That's a, that's a, tis a beer bargain. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Everyone join Costco. <laughs> I'm on there next. Yeah. This episode brought to you by Costco, but Costco. not really. All right. Well, so you've had a very big game weekend. Angel and I went to PAX Unplugged for four days. We got there Thursday. Yeah. Left Sunday. We went in with this plan that we were like, all right, we're not going to just game. We're going to do other things in Philadelphia. Okay. Like the city, not just the... Yeah. Okay. So outside of the con. Yes. That didn't happen. (laughs) Um, The first night we were there, um, we went to City Tap. Yeah. We said, um, got this really good... (laughs) Started off right. (laughs) Got this really good. Um, there, there were crab hush puppies. Whoa, that sounds yeah. cool. Are they like deep fried like crab balls? Kind of, basically. Okay, yeah, um, with some like corn hush puppy okay. batter in them. Sure, and this really weird balsamic prosciutto pizza. It was like a salad on top of a pizza. It was good. Okay, two different, yeah. <laughs> two different dishes. <laughs> yeah, no, it was like on the same thing. Uh, oh, are you serious? No, the crab hush puppies were separate from the pizza. That's what I was asking. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> And you dip it in this warm Bud Light. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly what I did. In fact, I just took a couple of them and just let them soak. Let them soak in there, yeah. Yeah. And then they get big like those dinosaurs that you put in the water. Yeah, and it made beer taste better. (laughs) This is going to be a theme throughout throughout the weekend. Yes. The weather. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yep. So we've arrived. Yes. It is 28 degrees when we arrive in Philadelphia. Oh, man. So we said, we're going to go somewhere close. City tap half block away. Went there, then we are like, Oh, there's a bunch of count day zero stuff going on. We're like, Do we want to go? It's a 10 minute walk in 28 degree weather. No, we're gonna go back to the room. Fair enough. So we went back, we played magic for like four hours. Mm -hmm. It was great. (laughs) Woke up the next morning, get to the con. Right? It is 55 degrees outside. Oh no, (laughs) okay, wow, where did this come from? Yeah, right? Con is. About triple the size of what it was last year. Yeah. Last year, it was just in that one building, Mm -hmm. right? So, now it's over all three of the buildings. And so, you know, there's all this hullabaloo about why are we just using the main entrance and not both the main entrance and the sky bridge. Right. Once you see it, it kind of makes sense. It was like one big exhibition hall. Okay. That was split up. So, you went into the main entrance and there was like the tournament area. You know, Magic, Pokemon, Keyforge, all that was mm-hmm. right there. And then it was the huge play area, which was three to four times the size of last year's. Wow. And then past that was the exhibit hall, which was probably about double the size of last year. Okay. More so they went for quality this year over quantity. Always a good. Job. They got a lot more bigger names this okay. year, including a huge Warhammer booth. Oh, wow. we'll get to momentarily. All right. So yeah, so it was uh, overall, it was a great time, yes. right? First day, what did we do? we shopped oh now i would like to say that i only bought two games this weekend fair enough angela bought 11 sets of dice oh no (laughs) i said you don't what what are you rolling all these dice (laughs) at once and she was like well then i gotta have options i gotta have i said is it like a purse it's like an accessory she's like "Is." are dice not an accessory? And I said, you're not wrong. Yeah, she is right. <laughs> that is fair. Yeah. Yeah. So they, so she bought all the dice. I did, I was able to find one of my games off my grail list. Has, it's been out of print for a bit. Finally, I was just having a hunch. I was like, eh, I really want to play this game again. It's called shadows over camelot. Yeah. I think you've played it. I, I think so too. I yeah. just remember seeing your post about it. Yeah. It's a, secret identity game for three to eight players okay worker placement esque, where you're like you're you're taking actions that other people can't take um and all these actions have different requirements so some you might be like defending the castle or you might be going to try and get excalibur or whatever And everybody has their own unique objective they're trying to do kind of like in dead of winter but this there's always a traitor i see that's how it works Is like you have to have a traitor okay Uh, you have to have the black knight uh-huh. as it were so i post on on the pax on plug group hey i'm looking for this game anybody happen to have it and the guy's like yeah i've got it i'll sell it to you for 40 bucks and i said are you sure like this game's going for like 200 bucks and he's like yeah i just don't play it I- wow yeah very cool so i picked it up 40 bucks it's in great condition it looks like it's been played like once that's awesome yeah so I picked up that talked to a bunch of people about stuff it was really like a repeat a lot of the stuff that we saw at gen con okay um nothing too too crazy they did have the um dice dice throne adventures game there oh yeah right right Um, so it's all like they had the whole production out there ready to go uh they had the the manufacturer's copies like the proof copy right it looks really cool we got to play with the treant and the ninja super cool the dice tower adventure or dice throne adventures is actually super fun okay that's the dungeon crawler yeah dice throne game Mm -hmm. super fun other than that as far as like new stuff that's out there wasn't like anything too crazy This, this is the first time that Sorcerer City was actually available for sale there. That's the new one from uh, Skybound. I think that's it. We played a lot of games. We yeah. played thirty-two like games of eighteen different games. Okay. Yes. Thir- there you thirty-two go. plays of eighteen unique games. Okay. I'm not gonna go over all of them, yeah. but I do want to go over my least favorite. Yes. <laughs> my least favorite, Troll Ford. Oh, okay. Is this the thing with the hammer? Yes. Okay. So Troll Ford is. How do I put this? It's, sh- <laughs> it is the worst game I have ever played. And I've played Monopoly multiple times with the wrong rules. So, Trollford is okay. is not only a game that has like Carcassonne meeples for whatever reason, you're you're playing as trolls. Make me a troll. Yes, meeple, give, right? Give, yeah, at least give you that. Okay. So, you don't give me that. So, we're already on on bad yeah. terms. The next thing you do is I have to build my own board around a fold-out board. Oh. The board folds out. Yeah. Then you have these little uh, just cardboard pieces that you put around the board. board. Not on the board? That's silly. Okay. Let's keep going. <laughs> this is already sounding pretty bad. Okay. So the whole idea is that you're, you're trolls. You're going out and getting treasure, right? Yes. Well, to get treasure, you've got to find it throughout the land. To do that, you know, you're going to be tearing some stuff up. You're going to be digging holes. You're going to be maybe going through a cave or whatever. Okay. And some of that stuff is going to upset the stone giants. On your turn, you'll choose to either wander or to grow. Now, like gr- Physically? No, you'll <laughs> grow your tribe, okay? Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll so you'll get a, you'll get a bunch of trolls, okay, and put them on onto the board, right? Okay. You can then go in and try to obtain treasure. All right? To obtain treasure, you take a hammer <laughs> and you smack this dice tower that is full of little tiny cubes, okay, of different colors. Yes. And the whole idea is you have to hit out more cubes than the value of the treasure you're trying to get. But you can't hit out more cubes of one color than of the trolls you have in the connected regions. Oh, no. (laughs) So, for instance, if I have five trolls and I'm going after one, let's say that's 16, it's worth 16 points. So I'm going after 16 points and I've got five trolls. I get to hit this tower five times. How precise is this hammer? Is it like a little jeweler's kind of hammer? Or is it like a shabam? You know the uh, old school preschool blocks yes yeah it's one of those hammers like a squeaky hammer <laughs> no it's okay. got, it's got the 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 wooden cylinder on the end oh yeah yeah, yeah. and just like the the like a little mallet yeah okay exactly <laughs> the dice tower is actually like pretty well put together well i mean you're hitting it with hammers you would hope so yeah exactly so you have five hits to try and hit these things out if i hit out five blue for yeah. example i stop hammering I have angered the gods, basically. <laughs> so I lose points. I stop hammering. It's the next person's turn. If I hammer and nothing comes out, the person to my left gets to hammer. Your face. No, no, the tower. The tower. <laughs> yeah. And that means that if they hit it out and they, they get enough cubes out yeah. to satisfy the treasure, then- they get it. Aww. So this is what Angel did twice <laughs> twice she stole the treasure from me now with this with this hammering nonsense are you uh is it more of a dexterity thing or it's, it's just pure luck it's dexterity and luck okay because yeah. it's like there's a certain like amount that you hit it okay right and like certain areas that you can hit it in mm-hmm. and then you don't want to hold the tower down too much because if you do then nothing will come out because okay. you, you want it to shake a little bit right yeah. to get stuff going <laughs> but there's a there's there's also it doesn't close so it's open on the top. So when you hit it, stuff's just flying out of the top. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and imagine playing this in the middle of a crowded convention center. Oh no! Right, and I'm getting, I'm getting very frustrated with this game. Yes, it's, right, and can, I'm like, I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, "What the hell is happening? It's a troll!" <laughs> So yeah, so that was your favorite game without a doubt. Now I know what to get you for Christmas. The worst game (laughs) I have ever played. Seriously. What? This game has a six on Board Game Geek, but it has a complexity of two. (laughs) This game is not complex, Chris. You hit the thing and you smack it. What's perfection? Is that a three? (laughs) (laughs) What in the world? (sighs) Are there people that love this game? There, there has, has to be, be. there's someone out there in the world loves this game. Someone rated this a 10. I <laughs> four, four people rated this are a 10. Are they trolls? <laughs> Stop. I hate you. <laughs> you. You just hit shit with a hammer, right? All these people are wrong. <laughs> these all these people are just wrong. Okay, there's there's a there's a 2. A strategy game that says troll lol. Could work as a kid's game because of the hammer, but I'm sure there are much better ones out there. A bad game that I will never touch again. See? Hate Man. Big fan. (laughs) Wait, his name is Hate Man? (laughs) Hate Man. H-8-Man. Oh. So, Troll Ford. Skip it. Mm -hmm. Leave it alone. Buy it and never play it again. (laughs) I also played Gravwell. Okay. Okay. So Gravelos is from Renegade Games. Um, That's how the box looks. Two to five players. Oh, yeah. It's super cool. So the whole idea is that you're trying to get your spaceship out of this singularity. Now, like anything, right? Like you're going to use the power of gravity to really help you. So there's two main phases. There's a card drafting phase. We're actually going to draft the cards that you're going to use later in the action phase. Okay. So the cards that you're drafting are going to do one of three things. They're either going to move you towards a ship, move you away from a ship, or bring ships closer to you. Okay, no, sure. that's important because imagine going—you're going like reverse of a whirlpool, right? So yeah. you're trying to go out, but you go in a in a clockwise manner, right? You're going in—you're yes. going in a in a circle, okay. right? To try and get out because that's the easiest way to get out of gravity. Okay, you were saying clockwise, and you were moving counterclockwise, so I got really confused. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Everybody, look. <laughs> so you're actually moving counterclockwise okay. on the board, yes, but yeah, um, to the left now, y'all, yeah. So, anywho, so um, on your turn, uh, after you draft all your to cards, right now, oh. oh, god, you messed me up. <laughs> Sorry, I won't interrupt anymore. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how the clock works. <laughs> all right, so as, as soon as you've drafted all your cards, so every, yeah. you'll have six cards that you play in a round. Okay, you will take the cards, and you're secretly going to play one. Then everyone simultaneously will will reveal, mm-hmm. and then there are elements on on the card. Okay, so. Hydrogen, Argon, Helium, Oh, like those elements. Like yeah. actual elements, yes. yeah. Um, Earth, fire, water, wind, and heart. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You couldn't be further from wrong. <laughs> Depending on where your element is in the alphabet will determine when you go. So the closer to A you are, uh-huh. closer to Argon, the sooner you'll go. I get it. Now, this is important. I know my alphabet. I don't know my elements. <laughs> <laughs> this is important because um, remember the cards that you're playing... You're either going to go towards a ship or away from a ship. Right. And that's going to be determined by the closest ship to you. Which might change. Which might be behind you. Uh, okay. Yep. Right? And it might change based on who goes first. During the card drafting, only half of the cards are face up. Okay. So you kind of have an idea of like what other people have, if you can keep track of that. Mm-hmm. But- there's mystery out there in the Ooh. world, right? There's also uh, a couple derelict ships, which kind of just change things up. Are they, they're not run by somebody; they're just no, nope, they're just there. They're just there. They they stay in the spot unless you use the tractor beam, which okay. pulls ships towards you. Really fun game plays in about twenty minutes. Yeah, sounds um, fun, man. The the end. So it took us it took us about two rounds and we were on like the last like leg okay um, it's like a spiral kind of thing or yeah it's a spiral it yeah. comes out um it's numbered it's numbered from zero to 54 for score tracking right. if you were there's a lot of mind gaming happening right right trying to guess what the other opponent was going to do and then the derelict ship like really came into like a, a problem because it was it got to the <clears throat> point where i got stuck between the derelict ship and angela okay and i couldn't move Cause I'm oh. equidistant to them. So right. it doesn't matter where Does, I go. So it just cancels it out. Right. Okay. Exactly. Is there, are y'all allowed table talk in this? Can you like say, Hey, I'll play this. If you play this, I mean, you can. Okay. Um, or is it better to keep it a secret? I, I, I don't think you would. Okay. Because the stuff, the stuff that you're going to be playing, it, it's competitive. It's hundred okay. percent competitive. Right. Um, so like if you table talk that, like there's other, like the person you're going against is going to know. Gonna and am going to hear it. Yeah. Got it. Um, is there only one winner? Like first person out wins. Yep, first person out wins. Uh-huh. And then if um, and everyone else dies, a horrible like gravity based yeah, death. Yeah, you do finish the round. So if you can end up getting out, which in a multiplayer game I could see that, but in a two player game there's no way. No. Like once one person's out, like unless you happen to have the right cards. Yeah, okay. um it's just not going to happen. That sounds fun. I'd like to yeah, check that. Out. Running games, it's only like thirty bucks. I yeah. think. Is um, the artwork cool? Because I feel like that that kind of game. It's um, simple enough that you'd need some cool artwork to the the board is simple like it's it's it just looks like a big like black hole yeah the ships are cool so the ships are there's little plastic ships but they're on little acrylic stands so, oh they're, nice. like, so they're, they're flying yeah are they all the same they're all the same okay. just different, okay. colors. different colors the cards are are fine i think it's it's a great entry game to race games okay once you get the whole like mechanic of going towards or away from somebody down it's totally fine yeah, it sounds fun next up was out. rise of tribes okay um from breaking games first time we played it i was like uh this looks like way too simple it this is not that's no i'm thinking of a different game where it had like the uh oh gosh the can't remember the name of that civilization the but it was like kind of like south american type oh teotihuacan yeah it's not that no got it all right no. it's not uh walking phoenix <laughs> <laughs> It is not walking phoenix So Rise of Tribes is an area control game. Okay. Very simplistically, what you're going to do is on your turn, you're going to roll two dice. Those two dice you'll then use on this board that already have dice on it. Okay. And you'll use your dice to bump one other dice off. Okay. And then depending on what dice is remaining will depend on how much of that action you get to do. So the actions are you can grow your tribe. You can move. Physically get larger. Physically get larger. (laughs) You can move your tribe. You can uh, obtain new goals or you can gather resources. Sure. That's, those That's are the, only, those are the only four actions. Yeah. Seems pretty basic. Right? Seems very basic. The advanced rules bring in some, uh, some asy- asymmetrical powers, bring in some advanced tactics with building villages on things. I know it sounds very simple. It was surprisingly fun. Okay. Um, Sometimes you just need the basics. Yeah. I, I think it's a great game to show to somebody who who hasn't played an area control game before. It plays in like 30, 45 minutes. Oh, good. So it's not a huge investment. Yeah, it's nice and quick. The map is really cool. All the tiles have different art, which is cool. There's three basic land types. The advanced variant adds in like four or five more different types that you can use to replace those. So the advanced tiles will be like You know, it might be uh, two of a certain resource or it might be that you have to have multiple tribe members on this on the tile to be able to gather from there. Uh Super cool. Super fun. It probably fits into my collection just from a entry level standpoint. Okay, so you have different levels of difficulty. Right. Exactly. Like this would be my precursor to somebody playing Lords of Hellas. It's nice and simple, nice and easy, nice and quick entry level games that have like nice chunky things help yeah it's it's cool there's no exploration which a little it's a little whack for me but i think that's just because like i i want more and there's not there's not like a lot of downtime the conflict like the battle aspect it's weird because you're expecting like oh i need to roll dice against each other okay and it's really just you put all your dudes in a square and then you hit him with hammers. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what you do. You just take out an equal amount. So if you have six guys in an area and I have five guys, then I'll t- we'll both remove five. And then and whoever, I'll win because I have one left. Right, exactly. Oh, but, but you only have one left in there. So it's weak. Right. So there's no luck. So it's risk without the dice. Yeah. The fighting is risk without the without yeah, the dice. Just go in and there's in no luck. Them. Right. Yeah. But yeah, super cool, super fun. I, I think it's definitely worth picking up if, if you don't have a area control game in your collection, or if you just want like a super simple game, Something you can play simple to, yeah. I want to talk about one more game. All right. Before I talk about my favorite game. Yes. So I played era Medi- medieval age era of a medieval age. era colon medieval age. Got it. Um, so this is a, I, it's cause there's already a game called era. Oh, okay. Not <laughs> so, related. Right. Not related at all. Uh, so this is a Matt Leacock game produced or published by Egert spiel. This really interesting dice building mechanic or dice, dice pool building. Like, you're not actually building the dice. Like, unlike Dice, <laughs> dice, dice Forge. Forge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we saw this at Gen Con. I never got a chance to actually fully play it. I spent all weekend, like, trying to find it in the library. It was always checked out, which was a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, the library this year was not... It was not equipped to handle the amount of people that they had there. The PAX Yeah, library. the PAX library. Guy. Yeah. So, era... Uh, era, colon. Colon, medieval age. Medieval age. The medieval colon. <laughs> We saw this at Gen Con. I didn't get to actually play it. I picked up a cool stuff. It was like 40 bucks retail on it's like 90. So I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. I checked out Gen Con. I saw a demo of it being played and I was like, that doesn't seem like there's a $90 game there. There's a lot of plastic components. So I, I get the, the price. Okay. Uh, but it didn't feel like a $90 game. The, val- the, the yeah. gameplay of it. Yeah. Okay. The components were there, just not the game right. behind it. And why am I going to buy $90 components if there's not a game? Sure. Right. Yeah. So for 40 bucks, I was like, I'll pick it up. Right, what's the worst that can happen? So, an era, colon, medieval age, (laughs) you're trying to build out a kingdom. Um, You do that with this big yellow board that has holes poked in it. You're then going to take these really nice feeling chunky plastic pieces and you put them into the holes. Oh, that sounds very satisfying. And then you play Tetris to try and get all your buildings to match up, to build walls around your kingdom so it can be protected from fires. Oh. That kind of stuff. Every round, you're going to roll dice based on your dice pool. You can change your dice pool by purchasing different buildings. So you might buy, for instance, the town hall will get you a beggar cube (laughs) instead of a a peasant cube. Uh, Oh, (laughs) moving up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then, oddly enough, the cathedral gets you a cleric cube. So it's like the peasant, the beggar, and then the cleric mm-hmm. that's, um, that's how it goes but the interesting thing is that you have to feed your dice every turn so every turn you roll your dice you have to feed be able to feed them all okay if you can't so they are your peoples yeah exactly if you can't feed them then you're going to lose points at the end of the game there's a little track that you use to count their um, weight <laughs> <laughs> yeah how, how much they weigh on society that's <laughs> hefty cleric <laughs> But it's 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 really cool cuz you're uh, there's there's interaction too where we're rolling dice we're rolling them behind the screen so no one knows what we're oh, doing. Okay. And it's like Yahtzee you get to roll 3 times. Okay. Your dice have these little death symbols on them. And oh. if you roll a death symbol you're not allowed to re-roll it. Honesty system. You know, oh, you're not you're not allowed to re-roll it. Right. And then depending on how many skulls you have during the disaster phase certain things <laughs> will happen. So for instance you might lose a building it might burn to the ground. You yeah, might cause disease. After. Oh no. And any buildings that are adjacent to each other, you lose points for them. You might have treachery in which you actually scorch oh, the earth of the other opponent's dominions. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So there's there's a lot happening there. It goes up to like ten different things that could happen. Um, aliens. Aliens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you gain resources from the dice as well. And you use those resources to buy buildings, um, which are all different shapes and all different like length. So some of them are like the, you know, the, yeah, some of them are just L some, okay. of, what is that Tetra shape? The squiggle. Yeah. The like, the like two Z. down to yeah. 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 There's like big U's, And then there's like this one, this really weird one, which is like, I you know it's a four to a two to a three. Anywho, the player interaction part. Yes. So you have you have uh, a gray die um, from your keep. You can buy as many keeps as you want and the gray die gets you swords. Oh. So you can use your swords to extort other players. Okay. To give them to force them to give you resources. Okay, you're holding them up. Exactly. With your tiny um, little swords. <laughs> and so when you uh, during the extort phase, say you rolled 3 swords and I rolled 1. Okay. Anyone who rolls lower swords than you has to give you a resource of their choice, of your choice. Oh, that's that's uh dangerous. Yeah, yeah exactly. And so, obviously, there's some rare resources and uh in new game scoring takes a, a lot longer than i than i'd like it to all the buildings count for like different point values and okay. some of the buildings give you bonuses and then if the building is inside of a walled-in area it counts for double but luckily it all makes sense it's not like carcassonne okay where it's like, so it's easy to see it you just there's right. a lot of it exactly okay. there's a lot of it super fun um well worth 40 bucks i don't know if i'd go much more you're just paying for all the plastic you're paying for all the plastic okay. exactly are the walls little plastic pieces too or mm-hmm. Oh, so it, okay, it's all... Over. Everything is plastic. Are yeah. you going to fill up that whole board? Is that what ends the game? or uh, No. So uh, what ends the game is you've got uh, these little uh, trackers. Okay. And every time that a certain type of building depletes, okay, you flip over the tracker. Oh. Uh, there's a solo mode, too. Um, mm. I read it through it, but I didn't check it out. It, just, it looks like a high score thing. And then my favorite game okay. of PAX Unplugged. I haven't even posted about this because this is exciting i want to do it justice fair enough it was this game called makaroyshka say that again (laughs) (laughs) Makaroystka. okay okay do you know what matroyshka is no okay matroyshka is the proper name for russian nesting dolls aha okay all right and what does this word mean what do you think makaroyshka is is it interlocking macaroni's (laughs) You're so close. Really? Macaroons. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I'm going to show you a picture of this. I'm very excited to because see Because I'm going to have the hardest time explaining this. Okay. But here we go. Here we go. So, this is from a Japanese publisher called Natrium Lamp Games. It's an abstract strategy game. You're trying to take your little tiny macaroons, uh-huh. right? And you want to control an area. Yes. All right. So I you, want to eat all of those, <laughs> right? So you control an area by having a majority. Once you have a majority of an area, you will upgrade to the medium macarons. Ah. Now, hold on. The medium macarons eat two of the tiny macarons. Oh, okay. If you end up having the majority, so like say they're, you're playing purple, mm-hmm. it's two purple, a blue, and a red. You would then take one of your mediums, right? And you place it in there you're going to take two of the tiny macarons put it into your mac your medium macaron you they open up they open up oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and then you take the two extra ones and put them back in the bag okay so it's how you filter out your opponent's macarons okay and so you end up having more of your own in the bag so you're putting your opponent's ones in your macar- i'm a little confused there you want to put your opponents into your macarons so, so they're not in the bag correct exactly and yours are got yep, it okay. exactly so you're eating okay yep now, the weird thing, you're like, oh, well, what happens when there's four and it's a 2-2 tie, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the last person to place their macaron there gets it. Oh. yep. Okay. And that comes into play because you start the game with three reserve macarons. I see. So, you start with three macarons of your color mm-hmm. that you can then use to place instead of drawing from the bag. Now, the same rules apply for the medium spaces. Aha. So, now we have a medium one. If you were to get three mediums there... The large guy eats it. That looks so cool. Right? So the large guy opens up, eats two of the mediums, and then the other two, their macarons that you open, go back into the bag. Uh Aha. Okay. You win by getting two large macarons out on the board. If you have two out, you win. You win. Because there's... Okay. Yeah. If you... You can lose if you have to place a medium, but you cannot. Because there's not enough room or you just because don't, have, you any don't have any in your supply. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, because so, they could have been eaten. Well, they could have been eaten or they could be already out. So if you spread oh, okay. yourself too thin, right. trying to take over all the board, mm-hmm. then you screw yourself over and you can't place another medium. You lose. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. And is this is four players up to? Or? Uh, up to three. Two or three. Basically. I don't I don't think it would work at four. Okay. Because I think you just end up in a stalemate. What are they? Are they just hard plastic? Or yeah, they're just hard plastic. They um, I kind so of wish they, they were squishy. <laughs> <laughs> they open up. Well, they're they're like a little like they have some give to okay, them. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. But they have these these rings that keep them together. They open and close. Very satisfyingly. Okay. The uh, one of the best part, it's like an actual like macaron case. Oh. Because oh, every everything stores into the large macarons. All oh, right, and you just put the f- the they yeah, just put big the big ones, ones in there. The six it, big ones. It's a it's a str- like how they package macarons mm-hmm. typically are. They're um like a straw bedding. Mm-hmm. So that's how like they an do Easter the box basket. too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That looks Swedish. Exactly. I want to play that. Yeah. I, Did you pick that one up? No. So this um or is it not out? This yet? came out at Tokyo Game Fair. Okay. Um. Japan only um, sold out their 1,300 copies in 30 minutes. Wow. Yeah. $60 game too. There's rumors that somebody is localizing it. There were thoughts that either Skybound or um, Stronghold is going to do it. Likely Stronghold would, would would be my guess. Okay. Let me tell you, someone is going to do that. And that is going to be my new Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza because I was like, What? like yeah i was like no like i can't like this game i'm not allowed to like this game <laughs> but you like this but, game. <laughs> uh, yeah it was good and even angel who doesn't like abstract strategy games was mm-hmm. really into it um so pax overall was a huge success for me Very um cool. there's a lot of people that complained about it um just from the size and entrances a lot of people didn't like lines. the lines yeah um there were some problems with like vendors selling stuff which happens at every con vendors selling out, out vendors. of t- oh oh i see yeah you know i I think it all depends on what you go in for right like i went in for just to play games yeah um there are a lot of people that are still complaining about the lack of events the lack of panels things like that um which i didn't do any of that this year i didn't even go to the to the crab god hall right Um, i did enjoy that last year yeah yeah um i did not enjoy the lines yeah they're three times as lines yeah they did have wild bills there this year though Oh yeah. The soda place. Yeah. yeah. And it was open during the entirety of free play. So it was, Ooh, yeah, it was caffeinated, <laughs> sugared up. Exactly. Ready to go. Um, the one thing that uh, did come out of this trip, which I'm not, you know what? I'm proud of it. Let's do it. I'm proud of it. I'm getting back into Warhammer. Oh, good. Very cool, man. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I can't afford that. I'll watch. <laughs> um, I've been going on this journey of getting like reacquainted with painting minis and yep. like getting back into that. Um, and, uh, I took a couple of uh or we did a couple of like mini painting events mm-hmm. and then did the paint and tank area too. Yeah, sure. And just I was like, I just need to do it. Yeah. And uh and then so they have this new Virgin calls Age of Sigmar, which is just like rebrand of Warhammer Fantasy from back in the day. They have a Sylvaneth army. Okay, cool. So Angela's like tree folk, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> She's um, just gonna play too? Yeah. That's super cool, man. Um so yeah, it'll be it'll be exciting. It's it'll yeah. be it'll be good to have a hobby that I can just like do for Funzo's. yeah exactly and part of that is just doing the painting so you can do yeah i mean that's that you know the the hobby is really broken down into three things right it's like the the building the collecting and then the actual playing yeah pax was great would recommend to anybody as their first time con Mm -hmm. um just realize it's not gen con it's right. they're two completely different beasts and they were never going to be the same right i don't think that's their that should i don't think that should be their goal at all right. yeah um very cool hopefully next year i'll be able to check it out yeah yeah all right so now we're talking about brewery closings yeah man so you'll have to fill me in i have been in elementary school musical month. what okay so coelacanth is closing okay that doesn't honestly surprise me coelacanth is closing at the end of the month okay financial reasons yeah, it's just not working out. Right, Kevin wanted to do it. He's been pouring his heart into it, but it's finally reached the point where it just it isn't working out for him. Right, they're still releasing beer, like if they all their beers that they've got are uh, coming out. They've got a an interesting coffee stout. Okay. coming out could be cool. But yeah, they're doing a big like New Year's uh, New Year's Eve bash, and that's going to be their that's final, gonna be the last final event, thing. Um, and are they're not, still gonna brew and distribute, or just close it. No, it's closed for business. Game over. And then I found out I had no idea Bearded Bird closed in August. Oh, wow. That, that, wasn't honestly surprised <laughs> that doesn't honestly surprise me either. doesn't surprise me either. Yeah. But, wow, that's... Uh, yeah. but, they, but they closed without, like, a word. Yeah, I, it was silent. I didn't yeah. hear anything about it. Okay. So, I have not been to... After they had that pop-up in Selden, I haven't been to the, the new Vale. Yeah? Right. I heard it's awesome. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's the Vale. Yeah. I, you know, I think... Um, like, well, Benchtop is easily the number one brewery in Norfolk right now. Okay. Like, just from, like all the weird stuff they're putting out sure and i like, yeah, like everything they put out. Is o'connor's awesome. is is there for if you want like a wide variety mm-hmm. right and they always have weird events like they had that big yeah after this yeah this, this month or this weekend this is like a random tuesday or yeah, something okay. and this guy was like do you even live in norfolk have you not heard about the veil vale? and i was like the veil vale is a richmond brewery that right. just happens to have a tap room here the, the look the veil vale, the veil vale is great don't yeah. get me wrong right but they're a Richmond Brewery. Right. They're just distributing it here. Right? I, I do think it's interesting. We're seeing a lot more. The weeding is finally happening. The weeding. The weed, at, okay. Yes. Sure. Like, Some uh, people just can't hold on. Yeah. From, from the boom of what? Like five years ago now, right? At least. Yeah. At least. Where all these like, they're popping up like yogurt shops. You remember that? Remember when frozen yogurt shops were popping yeah, up? Yeah, actually I do. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny. And it was like, oh yeah, now Now, now it's we have breweries. frozen yogurt beers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it's finally come to the point where like, either you're going to make it or you're not, you know, right. It's like, I haven't heard anything about elation stuff. I haven't heard anything about makers craft n- recently. Right. Um, there's that, what's that brewery that's opening up near like, ODU? it's gonna have like a bowling alley or some shit in it. I haven't heard about that. Okay. Apparently it's, it's a, Oh yeah. 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 That's, um, uh, they're trying to make a mini Scott's edition. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, maybe that'll work. I don't know. Yeah. I, I could be a little biased, but I think the only way to break it in this scene now is, Either have a really, really good space and like pretty good beer, or you have really, really good beer and a pretty good space. Right. You can't be failing on either one right. of those. You've been to the new, the, you went to the new Bold Mariner, right? No, I'm going there this weekend, actually. Okay, this weekend. Yeah. Have you been there yet? I haven't. No. Okay. Well, no. I'm going to go there. You can come too. They're having their annual Santa Speedo run. Oh, boy. So if you're in the mood for that, mm, come yeah. on out. For some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're going to be in a Speedo, in which oh, case. You, no, no, mm-hmm. not not this time. Not this time? Not this time. Is Pat going to be in a Speedo? No. We're both going to be in one Speedo. <laughs> That's gross. You're going to share a Speedo? <laughs> you're going to share a Speedo. Speedo sharing. Uh, Piano. I, I, I don't know. I, I haven't heard about any like Virginia Beach stuff. I mean, I haven't heard anything about New Realm other than nope just their restaurant stuff and then the bunker it seems like the virginia beach breweries tend to move more towards the food aspect things yeah you know the new realm has that big restaurant production going on in there and then the the bunker is apparently doing pretty well oh yeah i haven't been to vibrant shores yet foster huns still doing their thing yeah but again it seems to be like they're spread out it's the brew pub thing yeah brew pubs further spread out not like norfolk where they're all like cartwheel distance away from each other it is i think it's just a different scene altogether this coming wednesday we have our december game night at o'connor's brewery yeah and this is going to be our food drive event and we're going to have some uh it's kind of like a What's, what's the word white elephant kind of christmas thing where they're they're mystery gifts yeah so um we're going to be having uh, a bunch of raffle prizes come out donate some food to the food bank southeastern virginia and the eastern shore we're gonna have a bunch of giveaways but the mystery will be that they're all going to be wrapped mm-hmm. some of them might be in a larger box than they need to be oh some of them Trixie. might some of them might be in a smaller box than they need mm-hmm. to be it's like the mind in a, uh, like Imperial assault. Right. Box. Exactly. You never, <laughs> no. never know. But yeah. Three copies of the trolls game with the hammer. <laughs> yeah. Come out, bring your friends. We're going to have a bunch of, um, family games. We are going to be in the main hall this time. Mm-hmm. So you can't right. miss us. Right. We'll, we'll be right there we'll when be you right get in there. Mm-hmm. um, Come out, have a beer with us. Come, come hang out. Sure, for um, a good cause. Yeah, even if you don't want to play games, if you want to come help support the food bank, it would be great to have you. We are going to have some, like I said, some more games you might play with your family over the sure. over the holiday. Um, we're going to try out doing some heavier stuff too, just in case yeah, people are more of up. a variety. Yeah, and uh, hope to see you there. All righty. Find out more information at TableHops Beer. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Hops Podcast. Be sure to visit us at TableHopspodcast.com, leave us an iTunes review, or visit us on social media at Tablehouse Podcast. Be sure to check out our videos on YouTube and email us your feedback and questions to tablehopspodcast at gmail.com. And remember, good beers, good games, great great times. times!